Hi, this is attorney Jamie Miller of the Miller Law Chronicles and the Miller Miller Law Firm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Today, we're going to have just a phenomenal podcast. My guest is going to be Phil Tyrone from 7 Steps to 720. Phil and I have been partnering since 2013 in a way that helps our clients that file bankruptcy get a credit score to 720 in two years, I'm sorry, in a year to two years after filing a bankruptcy. Phil during the podcast is going to talk about his strategy in helping people reach that 720 credit score and the success stories that many of our clients have had. Phil's a remarkable soul. I think you're really going to enjoy the podcast. And if you remember, the Miller Law Chronicles is where we simplify the legal maze by giving you clarity and confidence as you go through the legal process. I really hope you get a lot out of the podcast with Phil. I did, I enjoyed recording with him, spent about 40 or 45 minutes. I think you're really gonna enjoy it, but more importantly, get a lot of great information from Phil Tyrone of 7 Steps to 720. Thank you. Hi, this is attorney Jamie Miller, and we're here today uh, for another edition of the Miller Law Chronicles. And I'm really excited to have a really good friend and mentor um, that I've known for a long time in the bankruptcy world, the credit repair world, credit restoration world, good friend named Phil Tyrone. Uh, Phil, welcome to my podcast. I'm so excited that you could join me today. Oh, Jamie, it's, it's an honor to be here, and I look forward to talking about this information and helping some of your clients. I did another podcast for a friend a few weeks ago, and she kicked off the podcast with a great question to her guests and asked you the same question. And she said, Phil, how do I know you? Or how do you know me? It's probably right. the better question. Well, we go back, actually, I think we go back to 2013. So it's we're in our 10th year. And back then we were, we developed this program for specifically for consumer bankruptcy attorneys to help their clients. And I remember specifically thinking, oh my God, this is going to be amazing because every consumer bankruptcy attorney needs a program to help their clients rebuild the credit, right? And it shocked me how many bankruptcy attorneys were like, oh no, I mean, I'm not going to pay that for my client. I mean, that, 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 that's their problem, right? And it was a reality check on how certain bankruptcy attorneys care and certain bankruptcy attorneys don't care. Like it's just, it's a black and white thing. And you were always on the leading edge of that. And right out of the gate, you're like, oh, this is something I want to do. I want to give it to my clients. I had certain attorneys early on that were trying to charge and upsell for it. And you were like, no, absolutely not. I want to get every one of my clients to a 720 credit score. And it, it just imprinted on me how you care. And that's 10 years later. It's why you're the number one in Wisconsin. I mean, you are, you care so much, people feel it. And so that's how we met. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I definitely remember those initial conversations going a couple different routes because I always wanted to be able to differentiate our firm from others in really helping people to get their credit back after they file bankruptcy. And it wasn't just because I wanted to use it as a marketing tool. We really operate here on a set of core values. And 
I wanted to see people file bankruptcy, get out of debt, of course, but also take that next and get their credit score up to 720 in a reasonable time after the bankruptcy is filed. And we went through many different iterations and I used a couple resources that I went with before I met you and then you and I met, and I think it set off a, a trigger of great collaboration over the, the years. And one of the exciting things that I can say is you've changed so much and your business method has changed. You're not stagnant. Yeah. If we're talking about building business and building opportunities, which isn't really the topic of the conversation, but as the world changes, so do you. And even in our conversation before this, you know, just talking about AI, which is a huge thing and how that impacts your business and can help you potentially help more people. So we can have this mutual love affair, which is definitely there. And I just have great appreciation for you. And just literally the thousands of clients of ours that you've helped over the years has made such a huge difference. Again, I did a podcast the other day with someone that filed a bankruptcy with us in 2019. And he told me how he did the seven steps to 720 program and how his credit is back to the point where we're able to buy a house, which, you know, just is remarkable. Well, I but, mean, and the thing is, Jamie, most people filing bankruptcy are with debt, with bad credit. They don't realize how easy it is to rebuild your credit score after bankruptcy. I mean, it's, in fact, it's so much easier. We have people who are enrolled to our course by debt negotiators or debt consolidation companies. And they join our live question and answer sessions where, you know, I'm engaging with them. And these, it's, it's a little uncomfortable for me because they're, you know, the, they're in a debt negotiation course or a debt, you know, consolidation program on payment like 22 and ask me, well, why didn't I just file bankruptcy? Right. Because they real, they hear these real life people who filed bankruptcy and nine months later have a 720 credit score. And they're like, what? Because they're being told, oh, you can't file bankruptcy. You're not going to get a car. You're not going to get a house. It's like, no, actually, they're hearing it in real time. So this is something that we're, we love to share. Same way you do. You love to share the information because there's real life after bankruptcy, which we'll talk about. Right. So tell me a little bit about Phil Tyrone. How did you end up in the 712 steps to yeah. 720 credit score? What's your background? How did you fall in love with bankrupts. Yeah. Well, it also, the credit, I'll never forget. I was a mortgage broker in Southern California, in Santa Monica, California. And I got my first check. I was starving, like not, I was trying to figure life out and trying to sell mortgages. And I got my first check. It was like $1,900. Um, and I went to this Home Savings of America on 26 in Wilshire. And I deposited a check and the lady said, you know, you're overdrawn on your checking account. I was like, oh, really? And she said, you know, we can run your credit so you get an overdraft line so you're not charged. I'm like, sure. And she ran it and she said it like very loud. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, your credit score's too low. And I looked around. I'm like, did we just hear that? And I went back to my office. I ran my credit and I had like a 620-ish credit score. And I had a collection on there from some, you know, it's really called Incredible Universe. It's like an electronics store. So I hired a credit repair guy who would come into my office and fix, you know, people's credit because you needed a high credit score to get a loan. So I, I said, hey, can you fix my credit? Sure, sure, sure. I get a letter from TransUnion 
oh, your credit score is locked because of fraudulent activity. Fraudulent activity, what happened? I called the TransUnion and, and they basically said, you know, you sent this letter to us that was fraudulent. And basically the credit repair guy did, he printed out a letter and sent it in. And I was like, well, I, show me the letter I sent in, proof that I sent it. I didn't do it. I hired a credit repair company. Once they saw that it wasn't my signature, they unfroze my credit. And I realized I couldn't s send my clients to them. So I used my credit as a guinea pig, bought whatever book I could use in credit. And I started realizing, I said, I need to come up with a way where it wasn't like, this works part of the time. And do I know someone at the bureaus or I know someone at this collection company? No, I need something that works every single time, no matter what. And the beautiful thing that I learned after years of this using my credit guinea pig, you know, it's easy to rebuild a credit score as long as you rebuild credit around the bad credit, right? So there's a big distinction between having a clean credit report and a high credit score. You can have a high credit score and bankruptcy, 20 late payments on your credit score in your credit report. And that's where it all began. And then I was in the mortgage business for another, you know, 14 years after that. And then when the mortgage market changed, I was like, you know what, I want to move on. And I just want to help people entirely on with credit. And that's how I found the bankruptcy niche. And now we've had 120,000, probably 125,000 people through our credit program, uh, all from people who've gone through bankruptcy. And, you know, small segments of debt negotiation or whatever, but for the most part, bankruptcy. Right. And when I'm consulting with clients, and I get the privilege of meeting with a lot of different people. And I always tell them, listen, we could file bankruptcy. We can get rid of your debt. But really, the most important thing is helping you to get your credit back. And all of clients say, well, if I don't want the part where you help me get my credit back, can I get the bankruptcy cheaper? And I say, if you want that, you have to go elsewhere. Because part of our core value is to help people get back their credit score. But what that takes me to the people that say, yeah, I want to file bankruptcy. All I care about is stopping a garnishment or stopping a foreclosure. I don't care about rebuilding my credit. What, what do you say to people like that? And why is credit so important? Well, so I hear that all the time. I mean, I hear that all the time from our clients or our client. And I think I always go to the genesis of that concern. Like, Why? The more I dig on those questions, and they happen all the time on these question and answer calls, is they're afraid. Like, they don't want to get in the same position again. They think that when they're, they get the new credit card, they're going to take advantage of it. And they're going to get in the same situation in three years and five years. And when I tell them, I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to worry about this anymore. You have changed. Like, your past does not equal your future. And what you've learned from this bankruptcy is a lesson that will not only change you, it's going to change your kids. You've broken the cycle if you look at this the right way. And this is why what you're talking about with Miller Miller's core value of saying, hey, we're going to get rid of your debt, but we're also going to get, improve your credit. You're breaking the cycle of, financial, of bad decision-making for families. I mean, and literally it transforms. That's why when you refer one of your clients to us, we tell them, hey, your kids want to get enrolled? Your sons want to get enrolled, give them the program for free. You don't have to pay us. Give them the username and password. Absolutely free. You have our permission. Get your kids in the program. Let's break the cycle of bad financial decision making. So 
to your question of what do I tell them, I'm like, that's, I first of all, I try to get in deep of what their concern is. And I believe that's the concern. But then I follow up and say, look, you, you absolutely need credit in this society because, you know, most people cannot buy cars for cash. Like you're going to need a loan. And do you want to pay 4% on a loan, 5% a loan, or do you want to pay 15, 20% on a loan? All that extra money for the same exact car, is it going to go to a bank or it's going to go to your family, right? Same thing with car, home insurance in various states, same thing with homes, go on and on. But it's really, it, it's the truth of the matter is after a bankruptcy and after the coaching that people receive and the, from this learning lesson, they're not going to make these mistakes again. And their future will be dramatically different in a very short period of time. Right. And it's interesting. So people think I need a good credit card to get a credit card or car, but it also comes up in other areas of our world, whether it's employment, insurance. Yeah. So point. having a decent um, credit score is more than being able to get a, a, a fair and reasonable uh, car loan. Okay. Now, Rental you, history, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely, Jamie. Right, exactly. You, you, you're the name of kind of your mission, seven steps to 720. Um, what's the significance of 720? Why 720, not 710, not 730? Yeah. What's the significance of that number? Well, it all, I mean, it all started when that, when going back to when I was struggling in 97 with my credit score, 720 was sort of like this number where, if you had a 720 credit score back then, you didn't have to show your income and you got the best interest rates. And that's sort of like where it came from. And because of that, you see 720 everywhere. Like a lot of people talk about 720 credit score, 720 credit score. But the reality is the way our program works is 720 is the very minimum you want to get, you want to have. And if you follow the steps, which in essence, you know, you got to get the errors off your credit report and rebuild your credit through credit cards and installment. You do these simple things and you just take, let it work over time. You'll have a 750, 780, 800 credit score naturally. So when an error comes on your credit, it won't go below 720. And it's sort of like, you know, one of those things of like, that was the, the name of it from 97 and it sort of stuck. Right. Yeah. And what what are the some of the key um, factors that contribute to a seven twenty credit score or any credit score? What yeah. are the what are the elements that go into that? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, there there's you know, the the credit bureaus put out these stats of like here's what makes up a credit score, and it's so confusing. This is part of reason why, you know, it drives credit scoring is is so opaque. And so confusing, no one knows what to do, right? I mean, obviously you need to pay your bills on, okay? Obviously you can't be maxed out, right? I mean, those are things that the credit bureaus say, make sure you pay your bills. Well, of course, duh, right? Make sure you're not maxed out of your credit score. Those type of things. But let's talk about the things that really, really impact a credit score. If you're paying your bills on time and you're not maxed out because you have, there's people listening to this, pay their bills on time, they're not maxed out on their credit score. They're not running their credit everywhere trying to get all these new loans, but they still have a low credit score. Happens to people all the time. And let me tell you what I see the most, okay? First of all, there's errors on the credit report that they don't even know it's on it. Very few people run their credit, their credit report. So they don't look at it. 
but there's errors on the credit all the time. There was a study years ago, and I, I don't think it's been updated, but it was something to the effect of 40% of the people have an error on the credit report, and 25% of those people are, 25% of those errors are so bad that they applied for a loan today, they would be denied just because of the error. I had a client come to me with a 530 credit score because of an error. We got that credit score off. She popped way over 720. It was one mortgage that was reporting multiple times late. It was all an error, right? Errors are very, very common. 60 Minutes has a great episode on the credit bureaus, and it's comical. Like when you submit a problem with to the credit bureaus for an error, it gets shipped down to South America and a person reviews the American's credit report to determine a person from South America looks at the American credit report to determine if the error is correct and a phone on their desk. It's all via codes, right? So first of all, errors. So you got to get the errors off the credit report. The second thing is most people don't have, a lot of people don't have enough credit to build deep enough roots, Right. And I see it all the time. Ladies telling me, oh, I have, you know, I, I don't understand. I can't get above a 640. Well, how many credit cards do you have? One. It just, it, you need data, right? The, the bureaus need data and, the, and no credit is just as bad as bad credit, right? So those are two things that are really simple that come to mind, you know, errors and not enough credit. I mean, I, I'm not going to review the, like I said, you got to pay your bills on time. Don't be maxed on your credit card, stuff like that. It, one of the misnomers, like I have a client come in, they'll have eighty thousand dollars in credit, credit card debt, other miscellaneous unsecured debt, and they'll make about thirty-five thousand dollars a year. They're making the minimum payments and they're up to date on the payments. And then they come in and they they haven't checked their credits. Go, well, how's your credit? They go, I'm up to date on everything. My credit score is seven fifty, eight hundred. Like, have you looked at your credit score? Yeah. And, and what are they going to find? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, they're going to be surprised, right? I mean, it is, it was shocking. Sometimes you get people who have a lot of debt have decent credit. I mean, they're maxed out, but what happens, they play the game. They keep the thing going. Credit bureaus raise the limit and they rob Peter to pay Paul. I mean, we've seen many times where people have a high credit score with high debt. I mean, you know, it just depends, right? Right. I have a good friend. We go out to dinner. And my credit score personally fluctuates 20 points here and there. And I just don't, like nothing changes from month to month, but the credit score changes. It just seems to fluctuate. And my friend is just like, he's so obsessed with his credit score. He's always checking his credit score. And he can do it through the banks and that. Right. And so he'll, he'll like say, what's your credit score? You know, he's really competitive over right. it. So it's forced me, like if I see a 13 point drop, like look and see, hey, what caused that? So it's, you've helped me to really focus on that number and, and just being, I'm competitive athletically, but also competitive on my credit score because of you. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. So taking this into the bankruptcy world, you made a reference to like no credit not being a good thing. What, what does it mean to have really no credit? Well, I mean, just when, after like, for example, someone filed, one of your clients filed bankruptcy, right? If a lot of people think, oh, it's, you know, if I do nothing and I'm a cash only citizen in 10 years when that bankruptcy falls on my credit report, my credit score is going to pop and go up, right? And that's not the case. You, you, you need to rebuild 
your credit around the bankruptcy because the banks are looking at most previous light trade lines, right? So that's why well, that's actually why raising credit score after bankruptcy is the easiest time to raise a credit score. Actually, I let me rephrase that. I would say there's the easiest way to re rebuild a credit score is when you have no credit, right? So for example, my mother-in-law was Greek, Canadian. She came down from America, from Canada, and I got her on this program and she had a 720 in like four or five months. It was nothing easy, right? The second easiest time to rebuild a credit score is after bankruptcy because you have no debt. Everything's clear. And all we need to do is make sure that the errors are off the credit report from the bankruptcy, which is easy, right? Your office does that as part of their bankruptcy. I mean, this is like your commitment of adding value to your clients. You're going to make sure their credit reports are clean of error. And then in our program, they're going to learn how one, you get three credit cards after the bankruptcy and then one type of installment line. The only difference between credit cards and installment line, credit cards that the, you can charge and pay off, charge and pay off. An installment line is the same payment for 12 months or 24 months or whatever. Right. But how is somebody, how is somebody getting a credit card after they file for bankruptcy? Oh yeah. Well, it's easy because there's plenty of credit card companies that cater simply to people who just filed bankruptcy. Right. And they just know it. And now don't get me wrong. You're not getting the best credit cards and you're not getting the credit cards that, you know, you're getting credit cards that have a higher annual <laughs> fee. But the beautiful thing about that, it doesn't matter, right? You're going to have this credit score for, or excuse me, you're going to have this credit card for 12 months, 24 months. Then you're going to get the new credit cards that have the no annual fees or the United Airlines or Southwest or whatever card you want. And then you're going to cancel out these old high cost credit cards. Yeah, we have a, this is our system. The system just is very simple to follow. It's not complicated. And you give it free as part of your clients that file bankruptcy, you use Miller Miller Law. Right. And it's definitely working. So client comes in and they say, I, you know, I'm working, they have my credit card, I have my car or my house that I want to keep after I file for bankruptcy. They have a, let's say a, a 600 credit score. We're getting rid of all the unsecured debt. They're going to reaffirm on their house and on their car. What's the general, what's the future look like for that person as far as getting on track to getting that 720 credit score? Well, we, we, we say you can have a 720 credit score 12 to 24 months after you file bankruptcy, right? And you discharge your seven or during an active 13, okay? I mean, I just want to create a, a understanding. This is not just for chapter seven bankruptcies, chapter seven or 13. And we say 12 to 24 months, but in reality, it just all depends on two factors. One, how quickly you implement the program and two, you know, what your credit looks like ahead of time. A 600 credit score is not that bad, right? We have clients, as you know, that have a 500 credit score, right? So it all depends on those two factors, but Someone with 600, you can have a 720 credit score in under a year. Not that complicated. It's really not that complicated. And that's why we, you know, what our job is to coach them through the program. Tell me, someone files bankruptcy and the way when someone does the chapter seven, we take them through the process and then we refer them over to the seven steps to 720 program. What can they expect as part of that program? Well, once you enroll them in the program, 
they're going to get a series of, they're going to first of all, get a private username and access, username and password for our 720 portal, where we update the newest videos that we've created on the current credit program, right? And there's, it's simple. It's eight videos with extra videos if you wanted to learn more. The truth of the matter is, if you watch the first three videos on errors, credit cards, and installment lines, you can get a 720 credit score just of that. We front load it with those because those are the most important. But we have other videos like if you're married, how to reestablish, how to establish credit if you're married, or how to manage your credit if you're married. It's different, right? And we also have one quick credit strategies because people call us and say, hey, I need something quick. So anyways, a series of videos, but most importantly, and this has turned out to be the most used part of our program, which actually wasn't designed that way, but we keep the videos short. The videos are five to nine minutes long because I just want people to hear the basics. And then we do live question answer sessions. And the live question answer sessions are on Zoom. People call in and I'm just answering live question answer sessions. The reason why we do that is one, so we can serve the client and get nuanced questions. And the reality is this client has this question. Another person has the same question with a different amount and a different account number, right? So that's that. And the second of all, it's how I stay up to speed on what's happening in the marketplace. Because I need to understand how the credit are changing. And people bring things up all the time. Oh, what about this service? What about this service? Oh, I've never heard of it. And I go sign up for it and I see how it impacts my credit using my credit as a guinea pig. So that's what we do. And that's a monthly question answer session with people. And people can record it and people can watch it in the future. What are, give me an idea, like what are some of those questions? Like what's the question you get over and over again? No, I mean, well, one is, you know, I, you said earlier, I don't want to establish new credit. Right. right? We talked about that. You know, where, what's the best credit card to get, right? Where do I get an installment loan if I'm, how, or how do I get a, the installment line reporting if I'm in the middle of a chapter 13 where you can't take out a loan, right? I mean, just what's the best credit card to get? This credit card denied me. I mean, just everything you can imagine, right? It's just right. anything nuanced. That's what comes to mind right now. But is the program going to help them find the three credit cards that oh, they yeah. can get? Oh, yeah. No, it's all part of the program. Yeah. And what about the installment loan? Oh, yeah. There's different options that we have on that. Like what you can either, I mean, like with regards to credit cards, it's all on our website to 720creditscore.com. You go to credit cards that help rebuild. And there's all these different credit cards that change actually monthly depending on the issuer, right? With regards to the installment line, we had a, that was at one point, my biggest Achilles heel. And that was the number one question on these question and answer calls by like 3X, where do I get an installment line? And my answer then was, you know, go to local credit union. I mean, ask for a credit rebuilder loan, right? And then I got this epiphany. It's, well, wow, what if we created a program where we had the payments financed through a finance company and they reported it, right? So we've had the credit rebuilder program. It's on our website and that's where we approve everybody. It has nothing to do with your income, has nothing to do with your, it's no, no income qualifications, no credit score qualifications. 
just you make the monthly payment reports. And now we're transitioning that over and a nonprofit called Evergreen Financial Counseling is going to be managing that whole thing for us. So, you know, that's how that works. And when someone takes out like one of these credit rebuilder loans, what can they anticipate a monthly payment could be? 39 bucks. And yeah, for, just so to- before we had to do it, you know, my first finance company that, hey, I need a set amount, right? So I had 12 months. But the problem is with bankruptcy, you know, after you get a, have a bankruptcy, you can't be late. Like you cannot be in rebuilding the program, building your credit after bankruptcy. You can't be late, not even one time. And it was always a stress for me because I'm like, you know, people are committing 12 months. What if they can't pay? You know, all that stuff. So I found a new finance company and they're allowing me, they're allowing me to do it month to month. So they moved it out 24 months, right? But it's a month to month agreement. So someone signs up. They pay for two months. They lose a job. Actually, we have a program in there where it's a, if, if you lose a job, you pay, you know, free enrollment. You stay in the program free of charge or like insurance. But let's just say you just don't need the program anymore, don't want it. You can cancel any time and those payments still report. Right. So that was, that's an enhancement. We just started and it's actually not even on our website yet. It's that new. We're transitioning over the next two weeks. So it was... The clients say, oh, I'll file bankruptcy. I'll just get a secured credit card. Do secured credit cards have any value? Secured credit cards have the same exact value as a unsecured credit card. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. And so that's something if they're able to get it, a, a positive. Yeah. The, the only problem with secured is you got to come up with 200 bucks. If you need three of them, you come up with $600, right? Right. So a lot of people just don't have it. This is a simple question. Sample question we get all the time. It's like, well, hey. I got one security card. I don't have the money for two more. What do I do? Right. Right. Like that's an example of one of our question answers. Right. And, you know, we have three different credit reporting agencies, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And then are those, are your credits score going to be different for each one? Yeah. Which one should the client rely on as to be the truth? Well, so let me answer it a couple of ways. First of all, the, you're right. M- most of the time they're different, like 99% of the time. And the reason why they're different is because the three bureaus have different criterias of judging your credit, one. But two, creditors don't report to all bureaus. And that changes the game, right? So if you have your car being reported to TransUnion, but not Experian or Equivax, then if you make your payments on time, it's going to be higher. If you make payments lower, it's going to be lower. TransUnion and Equifax won't even know about that car payment, right? The reason why the creditors do that is because it costs them to report, okay? So that's the first thing. The, so that's why your credit score fluctuates. thing I want to say also on credit scoring, a lot of people go to like Credit Karma or get these Vantage scores and there's, it's a trap. And the reason why I call it a trap is because when I made the lesson for 720 credit score, I ran my credit score and I paid for all the scores from TransUnion, Equifax, Experian, Annual Credit Report, and my FICO. That was before Credit Karma. I paid for all of them. And there was a 200, I think 237 point difference from the lowest to the highest. It was huge. And the reason why is because one credit scoring, you know, FICO has a max score of 850. Vantage has a max score of 990. 
it just, the numbers, it's just, you can't, we're not apples and apples, right? So when you go, most people right now are running it through Credit Karma, which we suggest as well. We don't suggest paying for your score at this point because you really don't need it. But with Credit Karma, don't look at the, that the score as gospel, just look at the trend lines. Are mm-hmm. you moving up? That's what you want. And I'm noticing with electronic banking now that Chase or Wells Fargo, these larger banks all allow you to see your credit score. What is that a FICO score? Or they well, it, it all depends uh, on the bank. Some banks will tell you it's a FICO score, but some at the Vantage. It, it's so confusing because here's the reality. A car dealership's running your credit is going to get a different credit score than the mortgage. Like they all have different scoring criteria. Even if you're using TransUnion, TransUnion card is different than TransUnion rental. You know, they're just scoring it differently. Right. And at what point, if someone's in a chapter 13, should they get enrolled in a seven steps to 720? Right at, right at confirmation. Okay. Because you can do a lot of these things without taking out new loans or anything like that. So write a confirmation. Got it. And so someone you had mentioned earlier, someone in a chapter 13 really doesn't have to wait 36 months or 60 months to get a 720 credit score. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, well, it, during a chapter 13, depending on where they're at, it's, I mean, it takes time to rebuild it, but they don't have to wait till the discharge, right? Is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where does student loans factor in here? So student loans are sort of like an anomaly, right? Because they're not considered a, an installment line. They're not considered revolving. But here's the concern with student loans. When you look at a credit score, many times a student loan payment, one payment shows up multiple times on a credit report, right? Those scare me because you miss one payment and you get like nine late payments. It's like the death nail, right? So, you know, just, you can't miss. Right. I mean, I just like, we laugh about this on the question and answer calls. I'm like, look, I'm not going to tell you to make your payments on time. Of course you need to make your payments on time. And if you can make your payments on time, because we have people who join our question and answer session because they bought our program, right? They're not, they're in debt, but they don't have bankruptcy. They haven't filed bankruptcy or in debt consolidation. And my response is, look, If you cannot afford to pay down your debt and you don't have a very realistic plan to pay off all your debt within two years, you got to file bankruptcy. You got to talk to a bankruptcy attorney immediately, right? You got to see if you qualify because it's heck of a lot easier to rebuild your credit and get back on track with a fresh start than trying to fight this thing for years. And this is why we have the bankruptcy laws. I mean, and this is what, I get frustrated about it a little bit. People like, they relate to bankruptcy like this black mark on their life, like as if they're going to be judged. It's not the case. Like if you knew, I mean, you know, Jamie, because you're in this business, but if they knew who filed bankruptcy, they wouldn't be embarrassed to it at all. I mean, a lot of people file bankruptcy and it's a great way to get a fresh start. It's one of the reasons why America is, is what it is, because it gives people a fresh start. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm always careful about is I don't, and I can overly rosy picture of bankruptcy because I want people to, you know, I believe my job is to give people their options and help them make a decision that works best for them. 
But bankruptcy so often is just the greatest resource for people because it is really the path to a fresh start in rebuilding their financial future. And I appreciate that message because it's really important. And, you know, the one thing, and I appreciate your time so much. We could sit here all day and talk about this. The one thing I tell my clients, and maybe you can just, as kind of a final thought here, someone comes in, you know, we do a console, they're stressed, they have credit card debt, they may be behind on other debts. I tell them we can file bankruptcy, we can get you to a 720 credit score, we can, you know, stop the creditors from harassing you, stop the garnishment. But the path to the 720 credit score isn't something that happens automatically. It's, right. it's a partnership. So unless you join us and we look at this as a team to clean up them, you know, we'll give you the tools to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't use those tools, yeah. you're not going to hit that 720 credit score in 12 to 24 months. What, what are your thoughts on well, that? This is exactly the difference between what we do and credit repair. Credit repair is, you know, Lexington Law. Oh, pay me $119 a month and let us write letters for you forever. $119 a month with no ending gate, right? And credit repair, oh, pay me all this money and we're going to manage it all for you. But the problem is they can't rebuild the credit. Rebuilding the credit is the key. So I absolutely agree. And this is something I've said many, many times. You need to meet me halfway. I'm going to tell you what credit cards to get. I'll tell you what to do. We're going to help you get the errors off the credit report because of partners like you. But all you have to do really, and you know, it's sort of like playing tennis, like you got to hit tennis ball back to me. There's three tennis balls you got to hit back to me. You got to apply for credit for the credit cards and get some type of installment line and then help me get the errors off the credit report. Those three balls and you can get there, but you got to do that. You are the best. I am so just so excited because... You and I talk and every one of my clients that comes to Miller Miller gets referred and is set up for an appointment with seven step to seven point. And there's more frustrating than the percentage of clients that chooses not to follow that lead and take advantage of the program. And my goal with this podcast is to get this podcast out to as many people as possible that encourages them to to take a take advantage of um, the the remarkable service that you're offering and I, offering and I I applaud you and I'm just so appreciative to have been in this partnership for the the number of years and as long as there's a Miller and Miller filing bankruptcy there will always be a relationship with Phil Tyrone and seven steps to seven point eight. And I just can't, I can't thank you enough. You've changed the lives of me and so many of our clients. And I just appreciate your time so much, Phil. Well, Jamie, you're one in a million and you know that one in a billion, there are not many people who care for the client, for the debtor, for the client in debt, like Jamie Miller. And I mean, this is what you built when we get on the phone and I'm asking you all the questions. Hey, how do you do this? 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 It is shocking the structure and the culture you created because it permeates all the way down, like to the point when they're answering the phones 
and people feel it. And this is why, you know, your clients win when they choose Miller Miller. So it's a teamwork, it's a team back and forth. And I'm just grateful. And, you know, for the people that aren't ready to do 720 now, and I've seen this on the question and answer calls, you know, we send them emails forever. When they get, when you enroll them in the 720, they get lifetime access. Maybe they're not ready right after bankruptcy because it's a lot of stress or whatever, but they come back because we nudge them and we feed them and we feed them. And we've had people come back and say, hey, you know, I was rolled in your program four years ago. Great. Now's the time. Right. So we will never give up. We'll never give up. And little by little, we're changing the impression of what bankruptcy really is. I know you feel you can't say that. It's a little self-serving for you to say it. But from my perspective, it is bankruptcy is the greatest gift for learning the lesson because we're not really trained this in school. Like where are we learn, where do we learn how to use a credit card in high school? You go into college and everyone's just giving credit cards away, right? This is the greatest gift to get a reset and start over. And that's what um, why I love serving this clientele. I appreciate it very much. Thank yeah. you so much. And we'll be in touch soon for sure. Sounds Thank good, David. Thanks so much. Sure.